The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Any health advice given, whether general, diet, physical or spiritual, is general only and must be verified by your doctor. If you need medical advice, please consult a doctor. Assalamu alaikum to all our listeners and viewers. I welcome you all to another exciting and educating edition of the Health and Fitness Show. I'm your host Fahad Martin today and I'm uh, I hope and pray that all of us are fit and healthy by the grace of Almighty Allah. I do pray that everybody had a positive week so far and looking forward for a nice and relaxing weekend. Yes, kids gone back to school. And the holidays are finished. And those who just had lovely holidays, hey, I, I I hope and pray that you enjoyed your holidays. This program is broadcasting live from the studios of Inspire FM today uh, on f- on 5th of September 2019 at 6 o'clock. And casting its positive vibes to all our lovely people in Luton. Uh, positive vibes going all across Luton and surrounding areas of Luton like Dunstable Harpenden and Bedford. Um, and, and definitely uh, going all across uh, different, through different platforms including our website, our web app and definitely from the Facebook. Yes, indeed, we are live on Facebook as well. So if you like to see us, view us, you can always log in uh, to a Facebook page and see us. As we know, we cover different health-related topic every single week, and and today's topic, uh, today's topic is not uh, different than any other ones. But definitely, we uh, we always uh, try to see different. Uh, we try to see different topics from different vintage points. So, uh, uh, as far as I, I normally used to start my show with a positive quote, and that's what I will be trying my level best to start my show with a with a positive quote. So uh, today's positive quote is from um, from a website. We are undefeatable program uh, website, and and it is goes something like that: that every small change can have an impact in your life. Yes, indeed, and this is something which has been told to me by my, by my GP on 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 early in this week as well. That every little things can have an impact on your life, and 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 definitely, if we do some good, uh, definitely we will have a good impact. If we try to follow bad things, it will have a bad impact in our life. So um, let's go to the topic of the day. So topic of the day is the issues of heart, cholesterol, and blood pressure. Yes, you are. You heard me correctly. We are talking about the issues of heart, uh, cholesterol, and blood pressure. 
And as always, I am not the person who will be talking about uh, this topic. I will be asking uh, informing, in, informative questions from my pristine guest who uh, are joined me today, either by phone or uh, in the studio as well. So let's go to our guest and let's uh, on this note, let's welcome our guest tonight. So joining me on the phone is my uh, my co-host uh, and he's also a prominent person in public health. Uh, Luton uh, is none other than Suleiman Rafiq. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Wa alaikum, salam, fahad. How are you? Alhamdulillah. And joining me in the studio is uh, our very own doctor, Dr. Tareb Abu Bakr. Salam alaikum, doc. Wa alaikum, How are you, sir? I'm very good, thank you, Fahad. And how are you, sorry? Yeah, alhamdulillah, very well. So let's do a quick introduction. I know I, all our listeners know both of you, but a very quick introduction. Let's start with you, Sully. Yes, Sully Murphy, uh, Public Health Manager, and uh, just be talking about a new campaign we are undefeatable today. And Doc? Local GP in uh, Bellhouse Medical Centre in Bury Park. Perfect. So uh, let's start with you, Sully. Now, I, I know uh, you are talking about uh, this lovely campaign, uh, which is, uh, which uh, I've quoted the same uh, a quote from that website, that we are undefeatable. So tell us about this. Yeah, so Public Health England launched uh, this new campaign on the 2nd of September, so it's brand new. Uh, some listeners may have seen it on TV or billboards, and it's specifically aimed at adults who have long-term conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to clarify, what we mean when we say a long-term physical health condition is a health problem that requires ongoing management over a period of years or decades mm-hmm. and cannot currently be cured or controlled with the use of medication and or therapy. So examples of that would be like diabetes, uh, hypertension, asthma, um, cancer, or arthritis. And unfortunately many, many more of us are developing long-term conditions. And mm-hmm. there was some research recently that showed from the Health Foundation that 46% of people in England live with at least one long-term health condition. Ooh. And 25% have two or more. And this is actually increasing as the population is getting older. Mm-hmm. So often people with long-term conditions might feel as though physical activity isn't for them. They mm-hmm. might say, for example, you know, I just don't feel... Uh, I'm able to do it given my condition or I don't know what I should be doing given my condition or it might, some people say like it might make my condition worse mm-hmm. um, but or they just feel it's not a priority for them but the whole concept of this campaign is to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, often when people have a long-term condition or a diagnosal condition, they feel the need to like rest. You know, there'd be this thing about resting then that always being best but actually physical activity um, can really help or people that have long-term conditions. So as I say, this is just aimed at people, all adults really aged between 30 to 60 particularly. Um, and if anyone would like more information about the campaign, they can visit www.weareundefeatable.co.uk. So basically, what does it, uh, does it follow every single thing? So if you give you, uh, if you like us to give a quick highlight of what it covers. Yeah, so I think it's what it is, is it's about the motivation around various different types of physical activity. So, you know, often we've said on the show, it's not yet you have to join a gym or you have to do a specific activity, but finding something that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And so there's lots of case studies on the website which give you inspiration around people who have found things that they've enjoyed mm-hmm. um, and incorporated those into their daily lives. 
So I'm not really going to do the, I'm not going to do it justice in terms of what the website has in terms of the resources, etc. The best thing to do is just to check it out by searching We Are Undefeatable. All right, okay. Let's see if we are undefeatable. Uh, and 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 definitely it it is something which we will definitely look into and we will uh f we will definitely have more discussion in future on this regards yeah. and definitely we need to know a bit more about it and solely uh, it's up to you next time when we will meet again we will talk about it a bit more Definitely, Inshallah. definitely. I look forward to it. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Suleiman, for joining yeah, us today and, uh, and giving us this quick update on this. Uh, thank you so much for joining in. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Alaikum. So, uh, on this note, uh, let me introduce our guest as uh, um, our listeners as well. So, listeners. If you have any questions or queries regarding our topic today, please give us a call on 01582-481822. I repeat, 01582-481822. You can send your questions via text messages or WhatsApp on 0779-481822. I repeat, 0779-481822. So, um, Dr. Saab, uh, as we know that we are talking about uh, healthy um, uh, issues of heart cal cal uh, calories and blood pressure. And, and Suleiman, just uh, tell us about this, um, this particular website. And it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's all about having a healthy lifestyle. I, I couldn't echo any more strongly than what Suleiman said al already. Mm -hmm. um, we are relying too much on just medicines. Mm -hmm. um, and if you look at around the world or past history on people's heart disease and things, it was it was less. Mm -hmm. um, and as the world gets bigger, not in just population, but in size, <laughs> in uh, weight, um, cardiac disease, uh, diabetes and also other conditions like inflammatory diseases are going up. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a, a definite link with our bodies not being used to overeating and not exercising oh okay uh, in terms of um, the the topic itself uh, in, in terms of a topic itself now uh, when we talk about uh, uh, things like uh, heart heart conditions or uh, cholesterol or especially high blood pressure uh, we sometimes do see uh, that uh, the uh, people who have high blood pressure and out of control blood pressure also have cholesterol as well and they end up having heart problems as well so how do we control these kind of things like high blood pressure or cholesterol or heart conditions well, the first thing is like probably what we keep repeating all the time is prevention. Mm -hmm. um, so there's lots of things I'm sure we'll touch on in terms of prevention. Mm -hmm. um, and then if prevention doesn't work, then obviously you go down the medical route, mm -hmm. which is medication. Mm -hmm. um, so there's various medications for blood pressure. There's at least six different groups of tablets that we can give people. Mm -hmm. um, and also cholesterol tablets. Most people would have heard of statins. Mm -hmm. Um, but even when you're on those, mm -hmm. we're only improving them little by little. But actually, what you can do health-wise is, mm -hmm. is a lot more. Um, so losing weight, exercise, eating healthy, mm -hmm. not smoking, uh, not drinking uh, alcohol, or um, all of those things. And make fizzy drinks. And fizzy drinks. <laughs> uh, makes, um, makes a huge difference. Um, more so than... 
us giving tablets. Mm-hmm. So in terms, as you just mentioned, um, the um, healthy lifestyle is most important. So what are the best things to do? Well, if we, um, I don't know if you've heard of Blue Zones. I've just finished reading this book called Blue Zones. It's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they looked at five different parts of the world where their number of 100-year-olds mm-hmm. who are fit and well, but the percentage of 100-year-olds in their population is the highest in the world. Um, uh, don't tell the UK is one of them. UK is not one of them. Ah, okay. Um, there's, there's, a, uh, there's a place in Greece, so it's not the whole country, it's part of that country. There's a small village mm-hmm. in Greece, one in um, um, Japan, one in Sicily, one in Costa Rica, and one in America. Mm-hmm. And when they looked at these people, and they did an epidemiological study, they looked at what they were eating in terms of whole populations over that time, over their 100 years, mm-hmm. and what they were doing. And what they were doing was eating less. Mm-hmm. They were mostly farmers, so they walked everywhere and did lots of exercise. Most of them had very little meat. They weren't vegetarians, but they had meat once a week as opposed to every day. Mm-hmm. Um, they ate lots of vegetables mm-hmm. and lots of beans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had multiple beans. So, And that was common for all five. Um, so what that tells us is diet makes a massive difference. So mm-hmm. their heart rate, their heart disease rates were lower, blood pressure was lower, their obesity rates were lower, their diabetic rates were lower, and they were living longer. Mm-hmm. The sad thing is, if you look at that population now, where they've become a bit more modernized, those illnesses are now coming back. Mm-hmm. So the elderly ones have kept to their old ways, the newer guys have taken Change. on a more modern... Uh, approach to lifestyle and that's making a massive difference to them mm-hmm. uh, and and their levels are going up so in terms of uh, cholesterol and blood pressure itself uh, are they uh, are the cholesterol and blood pressure related to each other they do they complement each other in this any way say uh, definitely um, a good way of looking at it and this is what I explained to my patients and, I, and certainly when I f- was first explained it to me I thought wow this <laughs> makes real sense so your body is designed to work Uh, all its functions uh, for a man about 2,000 calories for a woman is about 1,800 calories mm-hmm. okay or 2,000 for a woman 2,200 for a man I can't remember the exact figures most of us have about 3,000 calories mm-hmm. and we don't do any exercise now the body doesn't like too much energy in the blood it's got to be used it's got to go somewhere so you use it by exercising if you're not exercising or you've put in too much calories to exercise even The rest goes to the liver, and the liver tries to store it somewhere. It originally stores it in something called glycogen, which is very healthy. It burns mm-hmm. off very quickly. But there's only so much that the liver will do with that the glycogen. There's only so much glycogen you can make. The rest, if you've got extra energy and you're not burning it off by exercise, the rest of those calories have to be stored in the body somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get fat cells, cholesterol, and triglycerides, which is a type of cholesterol. So they then start to be formed, and they have to be stored. They get put around your heart, put around your kidneys, put around your brain, put around your blood vessels, and hence increase in um, the thickness of the blood vessels. So they start to narrow, mm-hmm. um, and then that's when blood pressure starts to go up. That's when the risk of diabetes goes up, and that's when your risk of heart attack, strokes, kidney disease, all of those things go up. So it becomes a bit of a cycle. Mm-hmm. So if we can actually reverse the cycle by doing the first things right, by taking less calories and exercising, 
you stop that cycle going round. Mm -hmm. The beauty is even if you get round the cycle and you're having diabetes and high blood pressure or even had a heart attack, you can still reverse and slow down the process mm -hmm. by eating healthy and exercising. Mm -hmm. So in t when when we talk about eating healthy, now everybody has a different um, mindset of eating healthy. Something Some people thought that uh, having no carbs or low carbs is the best way. Some, things, uh, some people think that having extra protein is the best thing. Some goes to drink diet, like protein shakes diet or general drink, low-calorie uh, drink uh, supplements. So in your opinion, what is the best way? Um, to lose weight or to stay healthy? Well, bit of both. Okay. If you wanted to lose weight, I'll just chop your legs off <laughs> and you've lost weight. <laughs> It's not a healthy way of doing it. Yes. Yeah? So you're better off doing it a healthy way. Mm -hmm. If you um, look at any diet that's out there mm -hmm. and put it on a wall and just get a dart and throw at it and it hits one of them, it will work as long as you stick to it. The difficulty isn't about which diet works, it's mm -hmm. about whether you can stick to it, okay? Um, for a healthy lifestyle, for your immune system to work properly, for your heart to work properly, for your brain, to, you need a healthy diet. Mm -hmm. So you need lots of salad, lots of vegetables, uh, a little bit of carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. Carbohydrates are things like potatoes, pasta, rice. Mm -hmm. And I, I use the word little bit deliberately because what most of, uh, certainly my family and uh, most of Burry Park, I suspect, and mm -hmm. Luton, is we have a whole plate full of rice. Yeah, we and make then, a mountain. <laughs> and everything else on top. And if you're anything like my mum, as soon as you've eaten half of it, another half comes back on, <laughs> just in case you're, you're starving. So that's way too much. A plate full of rice is 300 calories. 300 calories works out to about three miles of walking to burn it off. Whoa. So if you don't want that to be put on as weight or cholesterol, you have to walk three miles. Or, easier, is not to eat it. Mm -hmm. So, um, instead of that, what's the best thing to do? You said have a little bit of everything. So, do we have to do portion controls? Well, it's not instead of, it is that. It is mm -hmm. portion control. It is you have to eat less and all the healthy stuff. So, if you look at energy, so mm -hmm. calories, the cheap energy is, is the sugary stuff. That's very high in energy, but it's not very useful for the body. Your body needs a small amount of carbohydrates. And the processed carbohydrates, so that's sugars mainly, sweets, chocolates, cakes, and things like that, is what we call processed carbohydrate. Mm -hmm. That's what we call cheap energy. It's not very good for your body. Mm -hmm. uh, it will give you a bit of an energy, but it gives you a sharp, sharp a boost. boost, but then it doesn't stay. Mm -hmm. Whereas things like sweet potato, uh, wild rice, brown rice, it tends to go a little bit slower mm -hmm. um, so that is better and then you've got your green vegetables your tomatoes your cucumbers and things like that mm -hmm. every meal should have that in there um, and that that gives you other vitamins and things and proteins and fibers that your body needs mm -hmm. and then the meat side um, you, you can get meat chicken and fish is far better than lamb beef etc Uh, because they're very fatty and they're more likely to do harm. Mm -hmm. uh, whereas fish and chicken tends to be uh, better. Obviously, the more natural, the better, mm -hmm. and not the factory-produced ones with lots of hormones in. Mm -hmm. um, and if and, and what the studies are showing is the less meat, the better. Mm -hmm. So less meat, the better. And, and the best thing to do is to portion control, because that's the only way forward. 
I think so. Portion control of healthy things. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, we all live to be happy as well. So some of us will. I'm a chocolate addict. Likewise. (laughs) Yep. So I find it very difficult to stop. So once in a while, it's okay to treat yourself. Mm. So it is looking forward to... And I think I was saying to you the other day, you know, when you haven't had chocolate for a whole week and then you suddenly have that one piece, it tastes amazing Mm. Um, because our body gets used to uh, the sugar all the time. Then you want more and then you want more and then you want more. It doesn't taste as good. So you end up having more. So it becomes addictive. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you because when when you said that, I said, okay, let's let's put it in action because I I was not having any ice cream since last two and a half weeks because one of my bad habit is having ice cream every single night so that's something which i said no no ice cream so yesterday i had that piece of ice cream and i must say it tastes even better <laughs> than which i was having every single night so yeah absolutely correct on that. So i'm not saying don't have it at all and you know um I'm a good example of that because I, I, I go through phases where I do, but I do a lot of exercise and I'm conscious about what I am eating. So you're a marathon runner. You put all of us to shame in in, in seeing you so fit and, and perfect. Mashallah. Well, it's it's really good to see other people doing it. I mean, in, in Luton now, if you look at Park Run, there's 350 people turn up mm-hmm. to Park Run. Every time you have me on, I'm going to mention Park Run because I think it's a fantastic that thing. That is a fantastic thing. Um, 350 people at 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning. And, and the the best thing for me is is a lot of our community are joining in now. Mm-hmm. So there's Love Luton in uh, October, which is a 10K or a half marathon, 13 miles. Mm-hmm. And I believe already there's about 150 people locally who are joining. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of them never run before. So they're setting that as their target because they can see the benefits having seen some of their brothers and who did the marathon lose weight reverse their diabetes reverse their uh, blood pressure and things like that um, just by exercising eating healthy rather than relying on tablets mm-hmm. um, they're joining in mm-hmm. and we're seeing amazing changes mm-hmm. now one of the things which people do relate uh, whenever we talk about uh, high cholesterol and um, they say oh high cholesterol cause heart disease and heart disease is very very hard and and uh, we, uh, we and sometimes they wear it as a badge of um, badge of honor kind of thing that oh i have heart conditions is it right in terms of uh, high cholesterol uh, cause heart disease it's one of the factors mm-hmm. so you know if you're driving your car um fast on the motorway if you're following all the rules so your cholesterol's fine your weight's fine your uh, you don't smoke, uh, you don't have a family history. Mm-hmm. If all of those are fine, you can't guarantee your car's not going to crash, mm-hmm. yeah, if you follow all the rules. But the more risks you add on, the faster that car's going, the more risk you're at of something happening. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So if you're smoking, that's a much bigger risk than cholesterol. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have to treat 125 people with statins to save one heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to stop two people smoking to save one heart attack. So smoking is by far the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Now people say to me, oh, well, I've got a family history, so obviously it's going to happen to me. Mm -hmm. Genetics. Well, genetics does play a big, uh, but it's one and a half times the risk. Smoking is five times the risk. So smoking is, uh, sorry, family history is one and a half. So what that means is you have to work harder at your diet and harder at your exercise. Mm -hmm. And you can put that date back. Yep. So, um, personal story, my father had his heart attack at 55. Mm-hmm. He used to smoke. 
he he'd stopped for about five years, but still had his heart attack at 55. Mm-hmm. We were very young then. Mm-hmm. But he completely changed his lifestyle, walked everywhere, stopped eating rubbish, had already stopped smoking, mm-hmm. and he lived to 83. Now, do, do I then think, oh, I've got until eight fifty-five to have a heart attack? No, I'm going to make sure that I do my exercise, make sure I don't smoke, make sure I do uh, portion control in my diet, make sure I don't eat all the rubbish that I shouldn't be eating. Mm-hmm. So, inshallah, I'll, I'll be, that date will go further and further away. You may not have the heart attack, inshallah. Yeah, I may not have the heart attack. Yeah, I know, it's it's a painful experience I've been through, and I will suggest nobody should go through that experience because it's... So really the sad thing for me is I'm seeing patients very young <laughs> having it, and it's not, it's, I'm one of them. <laughs> you know, but, you know, so you can't change your family history, mm. but you can change all the other risk factors, and those risk factors are massive. And w- once you make change, they've shown lots of evidence to say that um, it reverses things. Mm-hmm. So if you are... You know, cholesterol is like a blocked drain. Mm-hmm. You, it starts to clog up and it blocks and then that's your heart attack. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, definitely, definitely. And it, these are the things which we we have to uh, keep our mind open and make sure that we should keep it under under control and that's the best thing to do is to have a keep healthy lifestyle and on that note i must say wow the time has passed so quickly we are approaching towards our uh, ad break and uh, when we come back uh, we will definitely talk a bit more about uh, what is the uh, uh, reasons uh, and what are the foods uh, best foods to have and avoid and how to keep a healthy lifestyle and what are the best things to do like in terms of exercise routines and and diet as well and what are the best times to eat so uh, all these things and a bit more and when we come back we will all discuss this with our, with our gp uh, dr babakar till that time assalamu alaikum You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM. Assalamu alaikum and good evening to all our listeners and viewers. Welcome back to Health and Fitness Show. I'm your host Fahad Martin for the evening and we are talking about issues of heart, cholesterol and BP with our guest and our residential doctor, Dr. Talib Babakar. Assalamu alaikum This program is broadcasting live today on 5th of September from the studios of Inspire FM for our lovely people in Luton and the surrounding areas of Luton like Dustable, Harpen and Bedford. And being listened from a different platforms all across and also being lively viewed uh, you can view us live on Facebook I, I, um, I welcome you all back uh, for this uh, uh, on the other part of the show uh, doctor before we went on break we talked about healthy lifestyle and we were constantly talking about uh, heart conditions cholesterols and blood pressure but what is blood pressure blood pressure the way I try to explain to people is you know radiators yeah. your gas central heating system the radiator is designed for a certain pressure mm-hmm if you go above that pressure, then it starts to wear down. If it goes sky high, then it might break and burst. Mm-hmm. So 
For for us um, at the moment, the normal blood pressure is 140 over 90. Mm -hmm. uh, for some people, we would aim for lower than that. Mm -hmm. But if we hold on to the number 140 over 90 for the moment, um, and, and there is um, research suggesting we should go lower than that, 140 is when your heart squeezes. It's the pressure that's left in the blood system, your blood vessels, uh, when the heart squeezes. The second number, 90, is when the uh, heart relaxes. It's the pressure that's left behind there. Mm -hmm. So if you imagine you've got a blood pressure of 170, 180, mm -hmm. then that's wearing down your blood vessels much more quickly. Mm -hmm. And that damages, so you might get a rough blood vessels rather than a smooth one. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is they, over time, over a long period of time, that might start to become leaky or uh, the roughness starts to attract things like cholesterol and platelets, which then stick to it, mm -hmm. and then that narrows the blood vessels. Mm -hmm. And if the blood vessel starts to narrow, and then it suddenly blocks, then whatever it was supplying, mm -hmm. whether it was part of that brain or part of your heart, that's your heart attack, or part of your brain, that would be your stroke. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so other things that it can cause is uh, your, you have blood vessels everywhere. So you have blood vessels in your eyes, you have blood vessels in your kidneys, uh, you have blood vessels in your legs. So all of these conditions, uh, kidney disease, eye disease, all of them can be affected if your blood pressure is too high. Okay, so yeah, it means it is kind of a, a, a doorway towards problems if you have a high blood pressure. One of the doorways. One of the doorways. So just because you've got high blood pressure doesn't suddenly mean that something's going to happen. Mm -hmm. What you want to do is see it, you know, a bit like you're driving your car and one of the hazard lights comes on. You think, oh, something's gone wrong. I need to have a look. Mm -hmm. Don't ignore it. Go and get it checked. Um, but also other factors. So cholesterol will come into play then. Mm -hmm. So we need to get your cholesterol checked. So these are the things we as doctors can do. Mm -hmm. But then without sounding like a parrot, you need to steep keep doing the other things mm -hmm. so how can i reduce my blood pressure for example mm -hmm. where you can reduce your blood pressure exercise has been shown to be a fantastic way of losing blood pressure losing five percent of your weight has been shown to be as almost as effective as any of the tablets i can give you mm -hmm. but people don't know that or people choose to ignore that so they want tablets to bring their blood pressure down but if they lose their excess weight that will be almost as good as me putting on, on blood pressure tablets. So, for example, if I, and you know my history, <laughs> uh, lose 5% uh, of my weight, which is like 10 kilos, isn't it? don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, of, um, let's say, uh, for example, okay, let's say, for example, 10 kilos of my weight. So, um, should I stop medication then? Or will I, should I take So time? let's take that step by step. Okay. 10 kilos like two of these chairs, one of these chairs. I'm, so you're carrying two of these chairs constantly, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm -hmm. What do you think that's doing to your blood pressure? Increasing. Yeah. So you, your heart's working harder, everything's working harder because mm -hmm. you're carrying these two chairs about. Mm -hmm. If you lose them, mm -hmm. um, then the pressure may come down. I wouldn't assume that losing that weight has lost your blood pressure we would need to monitor your blood pressure and see how low it's getting and then if we find it's way below the target level mm -hmm. then we can start thinking about coming off the tablet mm -hmm. so i have plenty of patients who've managed to come off their blood pressure mm -hmm. because of because of a healthy lifestyle and, and get, but then equally i've got patients who have got blood pressure and, and they're very fit mm -hmm. so stephen redgrave for example when he won his Olympics rowing medals, five in a row, I think, mm -hmm. he was a diabetic with hypertension. Oh. Yeah, so he's super fit on f everything. But that's the example I was giving with the car, that if you're 
still driving and following all the rules, something can still happen. Mm -hmm. What you're trying to do is reduce your risk. Wow, wow. So having high blood pressure doesn't necessarily mean you're definitely going to have a stroke or you're definitely going to have a heart attack. Mm -hmm. Your risk is slightly higher than someone who hasn't got high blood pressure. Okay. So in, in terms of, um, we we talked about high blood pressure and we, we touched based on ca uh, cholesterol uh, in the f beginning of the show when we were, when we started the show. Now, when we collaborate both of them together, high blood pressure and cholesterol, each other. So as soon as we, because uh, I remember you mentioned about the cholesterol being, um, you if we make mountains of our, uh, of rice on a plate, which is uh, which end up uh, creating cholesterol in our body, and we can reduce it by doing a small portion size. Now. In terms of cholesterol as well, there are good cholesterol and there are bad cholesterol. Mm. So what is the difference between these two and why we say it's good and bad cholesterol? Well, cholesterol is a type of fat yeah. and it's used by the body to carry various things about. Okay, so various uh, hormones and things are carried by cholesterol. Mm -hmm. So you need cholesterol. So it does have a purpose. Um, but there needs to be balance. And as I say, it's a kind of fat. So fat cells aren't cholesterol, but they're not good for you. <laughs> but you still need a bit of fat. Uh, to protect things and keep things warm and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so like anything in excess, it starts to become bad. Mm -hmm. So cholesterol in excess is is bad. Mm -hmm. So when we measure people's cholesterol, uh, the, the main one we look at is total cholesterol. Mm -hmm. And total cholesterol is made up of, uh, at least, well, there's many, but the main ones we look for is HDL. Mm -hmm. HDL is high-density lipoproteins, which um, are very healthy. So the higher your HDLs, the better. Mm -hmm. One is normal. Anything above one is very good. And the things that can improve that is exercise and eating healthy. Mm -hmm. uh, the second type of cholesterol is LDL. Mm -hmm. That's low-density lipoproteins, and they're bad cholesterol. Mm -hmm. So the higher those are, the worse. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you've got VDRL, which is... Um, I forgot what it stands Very for. Very high density. <laughs> Probably. Um, and that's bad as well. Mm -hmm. So it's always a balance between your good and bad. Mm -hmm. But you don't want the total cholesterol to be too high either. Okay. So ideal is about five. If you're diabetic, heart disease, we try and aim to get below four. Okay. Okay. It's a total cholesterol. Okay. So normally it's supposed to be five, but if you have... No, no. The average in this country is about 6.2. Ah, Ideal is five. Ideal is five. You want to be aiming for five. And people have shown by, again, uh, repeating myself, by exercise, healthy living, lots of vegetables, mm -hmm. cut down your processed food, does, con does bring it down. Mm -hmm. Now, there is a small group of people where genetically their cholesterol is very high. And I always think of it, uh, genetics, like a loaded gun. Just because you've got a family history doesn't mean that you have to shoot the gun. The gun shooting is what you do in between the healthy living and so forth. Mm -hmm. So some people, unfortunately, do have high cholesterol because their liver makes cholesterol mm -hmm. more than they need. And that's a genetic thing. But even for those people, by watching their diet, watching their exercise, we can reduce their risk of anything happening mm -hmm. and help them out with medication. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in terms of... Uh of food when we say food itself um, and you mentioned about processed foods um, sometimes we go for um, frozen stuff like frozen vegetables and so forth are those classed as frozen foods as well oh, uh, processed foods as well it depends what they're frozen yeah if like it's just a, fresh a fish pack. and frozen in fish then yeah. that, that's fine yeah fresh is better 
frozen vegetables and things. In fact, some people will say frozen vegetables are better than the real thing mm -hmm. because they freeze them as soon as they pick them. Mm -hmm. Whereas your fresh fruit isn't really fresh fruit. It's a few days, maybe a week or two after it's been picked. Mm -hmm. um, so I've got nothing against frozen foods. It's more the process. If you look at the ingredients, and there's more than five ingredients, is uh, one of the books I've read recently, and I think it's a really good book, it's worth mentioning, The Four Pillar Plan, mm -hmm. Dr. Rangan Chatterjee, GP in uh, Manchester. Mm -hmm. um, and he's very well known. He's, he's done a few BBC programs. And, and the fantastic book basically explains what healthy lifestyle is all about. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he, he talks about looking at the ingredients. If there's more than five ingredients in it that's processed. And, and sugar is the biggest thing. People always worry about fat, but sugar is the biggest culprit. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you look at, I mean, even cereals, I, I was horrified to see my bread has sugar in it. Mm -hmm. I was horrified to thinking that I'm eating a healthy cereal breakfast, yet there's nine grams of sugar in it mm -hmm. per hundred grams. So 9% of it was sugar. Um, so there's a lot of hidden sugar that the industry use, the food industry, because they know that it tastes better, we're more addicted to sugar, so we're more likely to have more of it. Plus it will give good sense. Uh, I remember you mentioned about uh, we uh, we uh, isolate every single thing, with especially the mood swings with our food. So if we are happy, we eat. If we are sad, we eat. If we are going somewhere, we eat. If we are uh, not going somewhere, we eat. If we are uh, depressed, we eat. Yes. When we're celebrating, we eat. Mm. Break fast, we eat loads. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, uh, culturally and habitually, we, 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 our emotions are linked so much to food. It's not like smoking. Smoking, you can stop smoking and never have another cigarette. So the harm of smoking is so huge, yet you can stop and then you don't have to have another cigarette. Mm -hmm. We've got to eat to survive. Um, so that's where habits form. So it's about learning habits, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, the easiest thing for me is my, my wife's very strict and just doesn't buy me chocolates. <laughs> and I sneak away. <laughs> and, have, and have KFC. <laughs> so um, it, it's not easy. No one's saying it's easy. But, you know, living with a stroke, living with a heart attack mm -hmm. is much harder. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. Now, in terms of um, foods, which uh, um, I, I know you talked about medications. Now, one of the common things when um, when you speak to a common person, no, oh, you have a high blood pressure, oh, you have a high high uh, cholesterol level, or have a heart problems. The first thing they their thoughts will be medication, and you said the best thing should be doing is prevention first. But if they are going for medication, definitely they need to speak to somebody like yourself. And what are the best advice they should get? Well, I'll always start off with lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So the the things that we keep repeating, but I think it's... Mm -hmm. um, I still see lots of people the opposite way. So either my message isn't getting through or the government's message isn't getting through. So I'm quite happy to keep repeating. But lose weight, exercise, eat healthy. Massive things. But um, you know yourself losing weight is not easy. Putting it on is easy, mm -hmm. but as I said, living with your heart attack and stroke is much harder than trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. And the losing weight is often the easy part. It's, it's keeping it off. Keeping it off. And how you keep it off. Because I've got plenty of patients who've lost more than their whole body in terms of weight mm -hmm. over, over a period of time. So losing weight, as I say, all diets work. It's not about losing weight. It's about maintaining 
that loss of weight. Mm -hmm. It's maintaining a habit so that when something goes wrong or stressful time happens, that you don't go back to your old ways of eating badly mm -hmm. or you're rushed and you don't have time for lunch and you think okay you know what i will have that kfc mm -hmm. um it's making sure those habits don't creep back in so um it, it is hard but as i say um if you concentrate and, and, you, and you actually focus on it and do it in a group mm -hmm. do it as a family rather than individually you'll you will start to see massive changes mm -hmm. in terms of medication yes i mean we, we can go through the ins and outs of all the medication um but um, that there are main groups. So there's ACE inhibitors, which help reduce your blood pressure working through the kidney. Mm -hmm. There's uh, amlodipine, uh, so calcium antagonists, which actually work on the blood vessels and dilate them out. So you've got more wider blood vessels to try and reduce the pressure that way. Mm -hmm. You've got your um, bendafluosides and your thiazides, um, which work through the kidney again to get mm -hmm. rid of some of the the fluid uh, and, and the beta blockers and, and, and the list goes on. Mm -hmm. And they've been shown to be very effective, um, but in addition to everything else. Mm -hmm. and the other things people can do is try and cut down their fat intake and cut down their sugar intake and cut down their salt intake. Salt seems to increase blood pressure. Mm -hmm. So don't add lots of sh salt um, to your food mm -hmm. and most things that you buy will already have salt in it so mm -hmm. don't add anything further uh, and if you can buy low s salt so even for example baked beans I didn't realize how much salt was in baked beans or uh, even sugar in baked beans so buy the low sugar and low salt makes Mm -hmm. I just, uh, a, a message just popped on the screen uh, from one of our listeners. Uh, I do not have your number, so uh, I don't have your name, so I haven't got, don't know who sent this. But it says, uh, they're asking, is air fry healthy? Um, air fry is much more healthy than frying other things. Mm -hmm. Boiling your food is healthier. Roasting your food is healthier. Mm -hmm. But air, air fry, fry is... Yeah. Um, it's air fry. You, st you still use a little bit of oil, don't you? Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's it's far healthier than frying your food. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, I think that's a good option. Um, but um, you know, don't keep frying things. Mm -hmm. You're better off boiling or roasting or having things fresh. Mm -hmm. You know, cucumber you don't have to cook. <laughs> Tomatoes you don't have to cook. Salads you don't have to cook. Yeah, you just chop them together, put some fruits in it, and have it. Yeah, <laughs> and try and you know my hardest thing is is as you said before, uh, my f eating is associated with emotions. Whether I'm happy, whether I'm sad, whether I'm celebrating, I, I will eat. So it's trying to break the habit, and that's not easy to break the habit of make, uh, dissociating it away from my emotions. Mm -hmm. So food should be energy providing not energy consuming or celebration mm. it shouldn't be something that i'm doing because i feel bad or feel very happy <laughs> it is unfortunately it is attached with our emotions uh, big time big time now um uh, let me ask listeners if they have any questions listeners if you have any other questions or queries regarding our show tonight, uh, we are talking about um, cholesterol uh, issues, about heart, cholesterol and blood pressure. So if you have any questions, queries or even your own experience, please do give us a call on 01582 You can send your questions by text message or WhatsApp on 0779 
Now, uh, sir, uh, we uh, we did talk about uh, diet uh, big time, and 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 when we talk about uh, healthy lifestyle and healthy diet. One of the basic problems we see is how to start that journey and what is the best or basic steps to take or first steps to take. So in your opinion, what is the first steps a person should take in order to start that journey and carry that on constantly by motivating themselves? I, th I think um, the easiest way is to get rid of all the rubbish in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. So crisps, sweets, cakes. Just get rid of them. Mm -hmm. um, you're less likely to go and raid your pantry if, if those f foods aren't there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the easiest thing. And then when you go shops, buy your fruits, buy your vegetables um, and have more of them available. Mm -hmm. Try and cook your food fresh. Mm -hmm. Reduce your rice, have more salad instead of rice, for example. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're the simple things that you could try. And the more times you do it the easier it gets. The mm -hmm. other tip I would suggest to people is plan their meals. So if you do your shopping on a Saturday or Sunday, mm -hmm. think about what you're going to have for each of the days. What you're going to have for lunch on a Monday, what you're going to have for lunch on a Tuesday, what you're going to have lunch on a Wednesday, what you're going to have for an evening meal. Mm -hmm. So rather than think, oh, what am I going to have, what am I going to have, and then before you know it, you don't have time, so you go for the quick, easy, fast foods. Mm -hmm. If you've planned your food, mm -hmm. and then I would uh, uh, advocate um, a cheat day mm -hmm. so that it doesn't feel like hard work all the time. <laughs> Whether so, you choose a Wednesday or a Saturday, some people will choose two days. At the moment, most people have more cheat days than good days. You want to turn that round and have, say, maybe two cheat days where you've treated yourself a little bit and then you stick to your diet. Mm -hmm. One of my patients was very good. They wanted to lose weight. So they work out in calories how much their dessert is in calories. And they make sure they go on their treadmill for that many calories before they ha have that dessert. Whoa. And they've kept their weight stable. Huh. Um, which I think is a very good way. They don't have desserts every day. Mm -hmm. um, well, I think they do, actually. Yeah, I think they have desserts. But they make sure that they've lost those calories before. So they almost use it as a, re a reward for their good behavior. <laughs> it's a bit extreme, but it works. Um, and we just all need to find our own little ways of making that work. Mm -hmm. um, the, the biggest thing, unfortunately, that we don't have control over, but this is maybe where we can look at it from a community, and I know Solomon has been working hard with his public hat, health hat on, mm -hmm. is, um, you know, Luton's got one of the highest percentage of fast food restaurants, restaurants. in the country. Indeed. Uh, and that's not good. Mm. Uh, all I would implore the fast food restaurants, not because I love my fast foods as well, <laughs> but have some healthier options so that people have got choice. Because mm -hmm. we all live busy lives and we want to be able to pick things up. We we'll have some choices there. They've got these Blue Zone, um, which I mentioned right at the start. They've, they've gone in, in America. They've now started these Blue Zone cities where they've go, gone in and actually tried to make these changes. Mm -hmm. And they're not closing down these fast food stores. What they're doing is giving them an option to make cheaper so they get funded to make um, healthy options there available as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and that seems to make a difference. So um, w the bigger picture is, is what the government does and what, what we can do. Um, but individually, there's masses. Mm -hmm. uh, I just have another question popped on my screen, say asking, can kids have high blood pressure as well? 
Very rarely, mm-hmm. there are certain conditions like kidney conditions and things like that. They're normally poorly with other things before we ever pick up the blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So normally we know that they're a poorly child. Mm-hmm. So it's very rare for a child to have blood pressure on, on their own. Mm-hmm. While we are on the topic of child, um, you remember about the flu vaccination because um, the summer, the winters are coming and we all need to have flu vaccination. So what do you, what's your message on that? Um, there's lots of debate, um, most of it um, from people who aren't in the know, but at the moment in time, mm-hmm. what we do know is people who've been vaccinated, particularly those at risk, so those mm-hmm. over 65, those with heart disease, diabetes, asthma, COPD, those on um, um, cancer drugs, those on uh, immunosuppressant drugs, if you get the flu jab, your risk of getting flu is reduced mm-hmm. and your risk of other infections is much reduced. So your strained organs are protected. Mm-hmm. So they've shown massive reduction in hospital admissions and reduction in deaths. Definitely. And, and, and there's another question just popped on the screen on Facebook says, uh, what does food, uh, what about food like uh, peri-peri chicken? Is it is that good? Um if you're eating peri-peri chicken all the time, no, it's not. It's better than KFC. Mm-hmm. Um, it's better than uh, big like lamb curry or something, yeah. or fish and chips or something. Mm-hmm. Um, depends how it's cooked. My understanding is it's all grilled, so mm-hmm. that it's, it's a lot healthier. I don't know what's in the sauce, mm-hmm. whether there's sugar and salt, how much salt there is and how much sugar there is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's not a bad option if you're going for um, a takeaway or something, but it's not something I would suggest you have all the time. So that's driving your car instead of 70 miles per hour, you might be driving at 80. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, so we are just literally finishing our show. We just have a couple of minutes in our hand. A quick positive message for our listeners. Um, one, eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, cut out your sugar. Three, uh, exercise. Four, <coughs> reduce your stress levels. Mm-hmm. We haven't touched that at all as a no. risk factor, but re- re- stress has an effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so reduce your stress levels. And finally, um, stay off your iPhones, Androids, <laughs> computers. I'm just as guilty as the next one, but there's lots of evidence now coming that people are spending too long being stressed up with their social media, particularly oh. for kids. So it's a really important thing for kids, mm-hmm. um, but equally for adults, that our micro stresses that we have from constant social media use um, is having an adverse effect on our general health, particularly mm-hmm. heart, blood pressure, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, sir. Thank you so much for joining us on the show, and thank you so much for, for joining us on a very last second, uh, on a very short news, it is, in fact. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're always welcome, and you are the ones who always save us in many different ways, shape or form. Thank you so much. No problem. And and that's all uh, that's all from us today. Uh, please do uh, if you have missed any part of the show, you can always listen us on Sunday. Uh, where our show will be repeated uh, between twelve and one, or uh, different timings as well, one and two. Um, uh, if you uh, you can always watch our feed on Facebook or uh, on our website. We have a podcast available as well. You can download and listen to us. Uh, and definitely do uh, give us your feedback because we definitely want to have your feedback. Until next week uh, please do remember us in your duas uh, and we definitely need your duas until next week i'm signing off as fahad martin salam alaikum
Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.